All right, we're recording. All right, so in three, two, one. Welcome to the pilot episode for the Tea Party Podcast with me as your host, Will, my co-host and my girlfriend, Abby, and our first ever guest, Brittany. And this is very special because this is, I assume, everybody's first time doing a podcast. So we're all nervous while I'm jittery. Um, the reason why I decide to call it the Tea Party Podcast is because I love drinking tea. I'm from Boston, so Boston Tea Party. And I thought it was very cute. I thought the first topic, which would be really interesting, is just to talk about um, remote learning slash quarantine living as a Loyola student. And because each one of us has our own unique experience of that, um, I thought it'd be really interesting to talk about and share. I just want to ask you girls, did anything good come out of transitioning to remote learning or just like the period in which we were kicked out of Loyola? I can start. You can start, Brittany. Okay. Go ahead. So I think something the good that came from it was that we all learned how to adapt to new situations. So I know with Zoom, it was new for everyone. And I think a lot of teachers took that time to really evaluate like what was the best way to go about learning in this new way. And so I really appreciated just like having a lot of say in what we decided to like learn after that. And then when we had to do all online for the next semester, um, the teachers just being understanding of, okay, we're gonna do some synchronous, some asynchronous, we're gonna work it out depending on what you need. And just being really there for us, even when being remote, it like made it feel like there was still like a strong community there. So kudos to professors out there, <laughs> anybody listening to the pod. <laughs> I like that. I <laughs> I agree with you. I'm gonna take the tone to like slightly less optimistic because my experience, at least in the beginning, was that a lot of my classes were just like asynchronous for the most part. So mm -hmm. a lot of my professors just recorded their audio onto a PowerPoint slide and they just like sent to the students. So it was very it felt more isolated to me anyways. But one story that I wanted to share that I thought was really fun. I took a forensics entomology uh, class with Dr. Rivers. As you the lab prior to going on spring break, he had the class. Um, also, side note, Anthony was my lab partner. We had to have like fly maggots raised on like old meat, right? So we'd lay them down on meats, like, I don't know, uh, beef or chicken. So um, the maggots would feed, they turn to la larva. And then what you had to do next before leaving for spring break is you had to put the larvas onto this like small plastic disc and like put a top over it. So it's like covered, it's sealed, right? What I didn't know, <laughs> I put the lid upside down. And so like, I accidentally crushed the larva. And so I killed Anthony's and I um, bugs. You could see the larva cracking too. And I was really scared <laughs> because I didn't want to disappoint Anthony <laughs> because I don't know his opinion of me, probably low. But I also didn't tell Dr. Rivers because 
I was the last one to leave and he was he was the only one in the lab left and I was like contemplating for like the 10 seconds like should I tell him that I messed up and I was like no <laughs> let me just leave and luckily enough quarantine happened the lab was canceled if Anthony ever watches this podcast then I did kill our <laughs> baby flies and I'm sorry but that's the one good thing that happened to me over over quarantine for that spring. That is quite the story. I did not know about that. And that is exciting that you got off the hook. <laughs> I am like an anti-bio minor student. <laughs> it's really bad, but it's kind of funny at the same time. Abby, anything from your end? <laughs> me, what are some good things? Um, I was saying before, like, before we were quarantined, I could never do work at my house. Like I couldn't focus. Like we'd go home for breaks and stuff. And I'd be like, oh, I'm going to get ahead. I'm going to do things. And I like wouldn't be able to. So now it kind of like forced me to focus at my house and like have like a balance between like spending time with family, doing schoolwork. And my family got a dog. Luna. Luna. <laughs> Will knows Luna. Luna I loves love Will. She's I'm also known as small head to me. She has a very small head. She's like a lab, but also maybe a greyhound mix. I we feel like you need to show a picture. Yeah. Should I <laughs> hold up my phone? And then we can describe it in detail for people yeah. who may not be. For those of you who are. Oh my God, I took this picture of her today. Gorgeous. Very cute. Very pointed nose. Very small body, but an even smaller head. So she's been great. She's like kind of chaotic. And I mean, very chaotic. She has a lot of energy. She likes to zoom in a circle. And she got to meet Will. And she loves Will. She like crawls around on the couch. Like he'd sit on the couch and she'd like crawl across it and like lay by his neck. That was a quarantine bonus. Abby and I, um, last spring, we were in quarantine together. So I got to help contribute to the nurturing and raising of Luna. Yeah, raised a little puppy. But then she got too used to him being there. She'd search around for him when he left. <laughs> it's, it's more heartwarming because the only guys, she likes your dad and she likes me, but she- yeah. She's not, she doesn't like anyone else. a lot of men, which like, aren't we all? <laughs> she like barks at any, like she barks at my uncle a lot. He like put in a new floor for us in our kitchen. She mm. was not happy about that. And he usually takes care of our dogs when we go on vacation. He's like our dog sitter. So it was a, a loss because he's like, I'm not watching that dog. She hates me. Okay. I'm going to second the dog thing. Roman and Olive have been support animals for me during this unprecedented time. <laughs> so definitely a bonus. Yeah, I'm sure it's a bonus for them too because you give them pasta. <laughs> I just never stop feeding them. And so I think they probably are losing a lot of weight now that I'm back at Loyola. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys learn anything new in terms of skills or just like, personal reflection, education. Did you guys take the time, the free time to like do something productive? I have a pretty unique one. Oh yeah? So I learned Ketchikel Maya over the summer. 
does that count as quarantine still? I, I yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, the quarantine. Because I was thinking about this last night. I was like, quarantine technically was like a year long, but if we're talking about the March, you know, version of quarantine, in terms of like semester. Yeah, in terms of semesters. Like, are we well, still on the first semester technically? I I'd like to. It's like quarantine in general. But okay. To what extent did you learn? Yeah, so it was very intensive. It was five hours a day, every weekday. We would Uh, meet. Sorry, how long was like the program? It was from like mid-June to like late July. Would you say, I guess like, (laughs) is your skills like at a conversational level? Yeah, like I can write in it now, which is, which is fun. So I can write we wrote essays like each week and then we did a research project. And so I did mine on comadronas or like midwives in Guatemala. Um, and then, yeah, so I learned conversationally how to like get by. So that was really fun. And it's something that I'm like interested in continuing um, because they're like language tables that Tulane University still has because I did it through them, so. That's like a major skill. <laughs> um, I have not really learned how to cook. I did not take advantage of that time to cook. I mainly just read and learned catchy kale. So you just learned a new language, you know, no big deal. <laughs> just, ca- just casual, you know. So you can officially put tri- trilingual on your resume, Spanish. I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> I still feel like I'm not fluent enough in Spanish to say that. What about you, Abby? What skills um, have you learned over quarantine? <laughs> I mean, I played a lot of Animal Crossing. That's not a skill. <laughs> that is a skill. You yeah. single-handedly by yourself created an entire town for homeless animals to live in. <laughs> That's pretty good to me. Yeah. You create an economy. I, know, I like I a government. <laughs> You're a world builder. Yeah. I have a five-star island. And I'd say I baked a lot of things. Will was there for all the baking. We made sugar cookies a lot and dessert pizza. How many, how many different types of cookies did we bake in quarantine? <laughs> oh my, we made these peanut butter cookies. These are like my favorite. I used to make them all the time in high school where they're like peanut butter, but then the inside has like melted peanut butter. So you take like gobs of peanut butter and you mix it with powdered sugar and you put them in little balls and you freeze them. Then you make the cookie dough and then you like fold the little like peanut butter balls into the cookie dough. And then you bite into it, it's like melted peanut butter. That sounds heavenly. So good. We also learned how to make apple pie too. Oh yeah, that was Our biggest part baking <laughs> challenge was making apple pie. Yeah. The <laughs> step one, buy Pillsbury toe crust. <laughs> but no crust. You know how to make apple pie filling though. So mm-hmm. if you're at a party and there's no crust, we still have the filling. <laughs> <laughs> so we also, uh, we cooked a lot. We did. Now, cooking in the context of like college students, like we didn't make meals from scratch. You know what I mean? <laughs> we didn't make our own pasta. We didn't make our own pizza dough. But we bought pre-made dough. We bought pre-made pasta. And then we just made our own dish from that. So yeah, I'm mild to moderate cooking skills. (laughs) We're like mild. (laughs) We're our own individual Boulder's Cafe. 
Yeah, I know we had, to, we had to become Boulder. Really missed that pesto mayo. Oh, the Boulder. Eat the same sandwich every day. You guys still avocado toast. The avocado toast. <laughs> Experimented with different types of things to put on top. Big <laughs> avocado toast time. It was. I was gonna ask, have you guys um eaten from Boulder or Iggy's since being on campus? Because again, for the people at home, I <laughs> I am doing remote learning this semester, but Abby and Brittany are on campus this semester. So what are the experience like on campus during quarantine? Is it <laughs> is Boulder still fine? Is the quality still good? Is like be is like access to academic buildings. Yeah, I mean, we haven't gone to Boulder. Boulder? <laughs> I went once. Yeah. In the very beginning. And there were crab cakes. And you enjoyed them, Abby. I, I didn't try it. Cake. But I had other, like, vegetables that they that they made. And it was it was a good time. Yeah. We got they did get Boulder 2.0. The sandwiches at Boulder 2.0, which was kind of disappointing. Because that was, like, our place. Then they moved it downstairs. So now it's just Boulder. <laughs> Boulder. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. Like once it gets warm out, go like pick up some food, sit outside. But we've been also working on our cooking skills in our very apartment. Much. Very yeah. much. What has been either the tastiest or just like most impressive dish you guys made in your kitchen? <laughs> I made chicken. Yeah, that was, that was impressive for me. Mm -hmm. um I made chicken and sweet potatoes and I seasoned them to perfection um and I think that was it <laughs> honestly but it was good and I made a pretty bomb salad the other day oh yeah uh, with tofu cucumbers yellow peppers carrots tomatoes I don't know if I said tomatoes already I was just very excited about it so that's good channeling my mom's salad energy she makes the best salads at home I miss them me and our other roommate, Juliet, we make salmon, which is pretty impressive to me because I've never cooked salmon before, but it's been pretty good roasting some sweet potatoes again. We go through a lot of sweet potatoes. <laughs> we do. We're big sweet potato girls, but we had my eggs. They have not been the highlight of my cooking career. <laughs> I keep burning eggs because- It's a disaster. <laughs> I do it all the time I forget to spray the pan because I like I get tired you know I'm eating like my 1 p.m lunch but I'm like tired and I just zone out because I like toast the bread we don't have a toaster so I just throw the bread in the pan and I toast it. I don't spray the pan for the toast I take my toast off and I like start getting my avocado ready and then I just forget to spray the pan and then I throw the egg and I go Oh, and then it starts to smell bad. Then you have to scrape it off into the garbage. And then I say, look what I've done. Wait, you, like, <laughs> the you burnt, is it like burnt black or just like overcooked? It's like, it smells dangerous. Wait, <laughs> like you're it telling me? Like toxic by Britney Spears. It smells like that. <laughs> yeah, if you just smell toxic by Britney Spears, <laughs> my eggs, <laughs> I burn. <laughs> Like something's not right with them. Like they get like a weird texture because I can't like scrape them off the pans. They end up like yeah. breaking and getting weird. I don't know. I'll send you a picture of it next time I burn one. <laughs> what were 
the struggles, the challenges, the downsides of remote learning. If any, if you two could give any insight on that. I feel like the struggles were plentiful. <laughs> um, I feel like the biggest thing for me was just being so isolated. Like it was only, like I only saw my family. I didn't leave the house because I was terrified all the time just about Corona because that's scary. Um, and so I would say it was just very sad to be away from Loyola and all of like all of the friends, you guys for so long. Um, so I feel like that was definitely the hardest part. And I feel like also another thing is just like holding yourself accountable while like only being in your room, doing your work. Sometimes school cannot feel real. So it's important to just like exercise self-care, um, implement some balance. And of course we did this a lot, but like have Zoom get togethers where we would just like recap the week and feel like connected in that way. I feel like for my experiences to some degree privilege because I was able to quarantine, uh, do remote learning with Abby for the majority of um, the overall quarantine uh, duration and Abby's family was, they were just like well stocked. <laughs> they had food, they had all the yeah. toilet paper. We were good. But and I think- a really small town too. Yeah. So it was like the risk of getting sick wasn't as scary as like being in like a city. Cause it right. was like, I'm in the country. Um, I did, however, though, at one point uh, last spring felt really nervous for a moment about my family just because um, they're on the middle to lower class socioeconomic status and they're in a very crowded city. So like competition for things such as toilet paper gets really intense. And my mom's a spa owner. And so she was one of the businesses, or I guess one of many businesses that were uh, shut down in the early, earlier phases of quarantine. And I was just concerned, like how well they were able to survive um, through the pandemic, especially uh, being Asian. After all, I was scared that, you know, they would be targeted. And I was scared to some degree being in Pennsylvania, just because, you know, it's uh, at least where Abby was, <laughs> it's predominantly yeah. white. It's a white, like kind of Republican. Yeah, like. that's, those were my experience. But <laughs> Abby, if you wanna share any insight you have. Yeah, like I feel like I was like very lucky with like being with my family, like my dad was like working through it. And like my mom, she works at a daycare. So she was like closed down for a little bit, but she was home. And like, we weren't, like we didn't struggle as much as like other people did. So like, I'm like grateful to like have that. And I feel like my issues are more just like personal, like almost like petty stuff where it's like, oh, I just want to be with my friends. Where it's like, when you really step back and look at it, you're like, oh, like I'm like, I'm doing fine. Like things are fine here. Like things can be so much worse. And like, it is hard to like not be with your friends. Cause you know, like we are in our senior year now. So it was like missing like the end of junior year and the beginning of our senior year where it was like, 
supposed to be like big moments for us kind of and you're supposed to like do the things that seniors do and like have all these like experiences with everybody it was just kind of like then like I was like missing out on all of that then it was kind of like you know like you kind of step back and you see like there's worse things and like missing out on like a typical like senior experience or something I also wanted to ask you girls have you guys either last semester or last spring or even this semester had professors that are just really bad at using Zoom or just like technology in general? Because I have this one counseling professor last semester. I don't think she ever learned how to use Zoom properly. And she had to use her husband's Zoom account to Zoom because I don't think she knew how to use Zoom through Loyola. And so because I guess like, you know, because we have Zoom through Loyola, we can use it to the fullest of its extent, as opposed to her having to use her husband's account. She could only hold a Zoom meeting for like 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. And then she'd have to restart an entire new Zoom meeting. So <laughs> after 30 minutes, the Zoom meeting would just abruptly end. She'd have to send a new email link, and then everybody would have to rejoin for like the last like 15 minutes. She's the only one, which is very surprising because she's probably in her 30s, mid-30s maybe. And there are older professors that know how to use Zoom better, which is like kind of funny because like there's a stereotype of like older people not knowing how to use technology, right? And you assume that younger people have the capacity to pick up on like these things better. But I don't know if you guys had that experience. Yeah, I know I had like, one of my professors, like right when it started, so it's like, he still used like the chalkboard, like he was going into the classroom that we had class in and he would write notes on the chalkboard. So it was like kind of hard to see, because I had like professors who were like very good too, like and went out and like bought iPads and like would share their screen and they like right away, like knew what to do, like having the notes like pretty nice. But like with him, he was like still kind of like writing on the chalkboard so everyone was kind of like oh it's kind of hard to see like maybe like upload some pdfs but he was very sweet so he would like upload like pdfs for us of like the notes from the chalkboard i feel like that was like probably the only one that had like a issue with zoom i feel like a lot of them did like a pretty good job you know like for them it was like rough too to like have to like switch and like learn things and like the dedication to like go out and like buy iPads, buy cameras, like do all that type of stuff to like have things like set up in like a nice way. I know a lot of people like too, they got like another screen so they could like look at your faces and like share their screen and like still see everything. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of the same for me. Like a lot of them were good. Um, some of them got like got the hang of it eventually. Like it was kind of a rough start, um, but then like once everybody got more comfortable, it became easier. Like I remember one of my professors um, didn't know how to end a meeting. So he's just like, okay, everybody leave. <laughs> um, I have class after this. So I'm just gonna stay here and hope I can let people in. So that was fun. That, it was like a fun experience. Like everybody like tried to help the best we could, you know, telling him like, oh, like here's the chat. Like, this is how you can like type things. Like, this is how you share your screen. So eventually we all got the hang of it and it was like, really accessible but of course there are going to be some bumps in the beginning with these and things. then another topic i wanted to talk about or ask was being in quarantine or just like 
um, the impact of the pandemic in general um, affects uh, your lives. I had a summer internship uh, after the spring of 2020 for at a sleep lab and I was excited for it because I don't have any academic field experience to put on my resume. So I was really excited to um, do internship there, but they waited, they hired me around, I think April, and then they waited till end of May to, des to decide to ultimately um, cancel the program in general, just because it was too risky to have the kids or have the students come and work with children because of the risks. And another big thing that happened or that was canceled because of uh, the pandemic was the uh, student research colloquium, which is like a big event towards the end of the spring semester where a lot of uh, students come to display their research projects that they've done over uh, the course of the school year. And I did a, um, a research project on sleeping and for my circadian rhythms class. And it sucked that we worked hard to build up, to do the research, to uh, bring together the project during the fall semester, have it ready by the spring uh, semester and then not ending up showing it. And so I was wondering if you guys have similar experiences to that. Yeah, I mean, I applied for like research opportunities like with chemistry over the summer, but it was like earlier. So like they just started canceling them like soon after. So you like don't even know if you're like supposed to do anything. So because I feel like that's when it kind of hit me where I was like, oh, like this is like a pandemic. Like this is big. <laughs> like I was like, oh, because that was like all the way in the summer. So like in my head, because I know when we left, it was like two weeks and we'll be back. So I was kind of like, oh yeah. And then like, it'll be fine. We're going to finish the semester and like the summer will be fine. And then like once things started canceling in the summer, I was like, oh, like this is going to be like a big deal. This is going to be like a lot longer than we all thought it would. Yeah. Like I remember I was in a lab when we like found out we we're going home and everyone was like, no way. Like, why would they send us home? Like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, we're like, oh, we might be home for two weeks. And like, everyone was like, why? Like, I don't get it. Like, why would we even do that? I was so very crazy pissed. to think about yeah. like then versus now. I was so mad by that because it was the day after we returned from spring break that be told to like get out of here <laughs> and I'm having to like panic to get a flight to go back. That was annoying and I hated the way loyal. That's why Will was with me for yeah. like all quarantine because I live in Pennsylvania. So I'm like a four hour like drive home. So, and he would have to fly to Boston so we're like oh just like it's two weeks just stay here in Pennsylvania and we'll drive you back <laughs> two years later <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think besides that like I didn't have any like big plans like I mean like having classes I forgot um, Loyola Palooza yeah. was canceled a Loyola the biggest Loyola and we didn't even know did we know who was performing for that no, I don't think so. there's, there's, there's like, always yeah. the, um, the uh, student 
sled model, runway model show. I forgot the official name. Yeah, but the, I know they always the, announce the, it there. The fashion show? The PSA. fashion show. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And the chimes and the bells. The bells. And the gray sounds. <laughs> All of the musical events that I've been looking forward to. We again. love the acapella groups. <laughs> and and I have passion. dance company show. Oh yeah, I'm in dance company. We had like our first tech rehearsal and they canceled like the next day. And everyone was like, so is our show canceled? And they're like, yeah obviously leave <laughs> the Keji Kelmaya classes they were supposed to be in Guatemala like I was supposed oh, yeah to so that yeah. was a major thing where I was like <laughs> I was gonna travel to another country and live there for like over a month and then sadly that couldn't happen and I totally understand why um but yeah just thought I would mention that because was that a Loyola program by the way or was that like an outside program from yeah it's an outside program, um, but Dr. Carey, like from the history department, was the one who mentioned it to me because he was in the program like back, back in the day. So he recommended. What, would it have been like? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, people from Loyola have gone there before, so I'm not like the first one. But yeah, it's through Tulane University, in New Orleans. That sounds like a fun time, though. Was it like a trip that um, was going to be? paid for or was it something you had to um, fund yourself oh no no I did not pay for it it was generously funded by the center for humanities I would not have been able to do it without them like I applied for a grant and luckily received it so I was able to take the classes without having to pay Ooh, shout out to the program maybe you might get a sponsor for this <laughs> sponsored by the center for humanities <laughs> Yeah, especially during the pandemic, I was very appreciative that they still funded me. Like that was very surprising and like very grateful that they did that. All right. Well, thank you all for being here. This has been a very fun experience of the pilot episode for the Tea Party podcast. And thank you for being here. And You'll see me and Abby next time with a new guest, and you'll see Brittany return at some point in the future for a surprise guest return. <laughs> All oh right. Thank you for yeah. having me. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you. Thank you.